And we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another episode of the Questionable for Sunday podcast. Our audio is probably pretty fucked, so uh, apologies in advance if that music was especially loud. We're trying to figure some things out on our end. We have an excellent show for you guys today. We actually had like planned it out a little bit, kind of talked about where we're going, what's going on. First, I get introduced my co-host Eric Erickson, a new father. Eric, how you doing? Doing good. How's uh, how's the dad life treating you? Well. Uh, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, new boys doing good, so we're, we're happy. And solid. You're also seeming to have some uh, technical difficulties. Do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah, yeah, we lost. Uh, we got no internet right now, but we're making it. We're making it work for the question for Sunday viewers. Man, the amount of sacrifice that we go through to get on a good show—it's it's crazy. Oh, and then I'd like to introduce our very special guest. I would say he's probably our most requested guest out of everyone in the league, including people not in the league. It's Hovey. What's up, Hovey? How you doing? Let me just. Uh... Ooh, you know Ooh. things are uh, things are going well. Um, I do not believe that for a second that I'm the most requested guest because I feel as if I was the fifth requested guest today because I've heard three different stories from you guys today. But uh, yeah, doing well. Excited to be back. Football is back. Let's go. Suck dick this year. So you know, let's just all just focus on the NFL this year. I love it. Hey, one sec. Let me just let me get it right in on you. Ooh, I hope you guys heard that. That was my own uh, Coors Light being open. How blue are those mountains over there? The mountains are quite blue. Um, looking like uh, I got it straight from the Rockies. Love it. Okay, so what's this up about uh, uh, fifth requested guest? Because I'm not going to lie to you, Hobie, man. I love having you on. I, I don't have a favorite guest because, you know, I don't want to pick favorites. But it, I know that Eric does, and Eric went and reached out to someone that was not you to be on before, and they declined. <laughs> okay. okay. Amac hit uh, me and Connor up like three weeks ago talking about how he wanted to be on the podcast. And then, you know, because his team is still alive at this point, so he's actually paying attention to the league. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like three weeks ago, he hit us up. So I figured, hey, first podcast, we need a guest because obviously we got pretty much ghosted on the Discord. Uh, to, for Connor's request, um, but uh, he he wasn't in for it. But uh, glad we got Hobie here. So to be honest, Amac makes sense. So I didn't know who it was beforehand. I Amac, I will give it to shout out Amac. He always shuts shuts me out. Shout out Amac. He he does always want to be on the podcast. You know what? We need to include him while he's around. So I totally get that. Um, all I'm saying is that Connor sent it out. I'm not one to go seek, you know, oh, please have me on the podcast. Oh, you know, please do it. Like, when you guys need someone, you know I'm always there for you, okay? It's Saturday night. Usually I'm out getting turned. Luckily, Dills is out of town. I'm an old man now. I'm, I'm approaching 30. I threw my back out on Thursday. Ugh. So I was laying on the couch. Fuck. So, you know, watching the UW game. And I'm like, absolutely. You know what? Opening podcast, I'll be on it. But. When Connor says he doesn't like, you know, he doesn't pick favorites and whatever. We all know Tristan's his favorite. He he loves Tristan. Tristan is the only one that answered. He goes, oh, I can't be on. Which, you know, I actually finally met Tristan for once. Love the dude. Super awesome guy. Um, I take back 
three years ago saying we should kick him out of the league <laughs> for whatever reasons I said before. I don't remember. So Tristan, hopefully you don't either, but, um, you know, Connor's like, Oh, shame. You can't be on. We'll get you on as soon as possible. All right. I love you. <laughs> okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, was... Tristan, all right. All right. Raps, all right. Your raps made the league so much better. <laughs> Oh, we want you I mean, on that's the just podcast. A, I mean, that's the first factual statement you've made since you've been on the podcast. But speaking of <laughs> factual statements, let's go ahead and dive in. So we just had our EEIG draft, which was insane. Uh, for those of you listening, we're, we're now a super flex league. So that's fun. Um, Eric, tell me a little about uh, what you thought of the draft, your initial impressions. And um, if this was a successful change to the league to go from one QB to super flex. Uh, personally, I thought it was a great draft. Um, you know, the video chat was going. It wasn't too too active, and everyone was real concentrated, uh, focusing on their picks. Um, Connor, I know you got a lot to say about the draft, so I'll, I'll give it to you before I. I literally just gave it to further. you, but all right, if you don't want to talk, that's fine. Hey, Hovey, man, how did your draft go, man? Were you happy with your team? Oh uh, yeah, I thought it went well. Um, I did not join the draft. You know me; I'm I normally one to join the draft video, but. Dills was making a stink about, oh, we don't spend enough time together. And during our draft, she sat right behind me in my room on my chair and was talking to me through the whole thing. So I thought it'd be a little weird if I joined it. And I'm sorry to our league that I didn't. But I've also gone through, I've also gone through like four of our in-person drafts. Like, when we did it at Spencer's house, we all did it on our computer, and not a single fucking person said a word. And that's the same with Canada, and I did miss Portland, um, but I'm assuming it was probably the same. And it's not, like, the most hyped thing um, in the world to miss out on, so um, I didn't think I missed too much. But, uh, no, nah. I thought the draft overall for... Pretty much everyone I thought went pretty well. I think everyone has a pretty good team, so I'm really excited for this year. Yeah, actually, I was taking a look at some of the teams today as well in preparation for the podcast, and I actually kind of agree. It was definitely hard to find out uh, who did well and who did poorly because everyone did pretty well. Now, actually, I do have something to say. I was a little disappointed in everyone. Uh, you, for some reason, I had it in my mind that we were doing a destination draft, so on my own dollar, I flew to Vegas, I got a room at the Flamingo, and all of a sudden, I'm talking to you guys, apparently I'm the only one there. What, what happened, guys? I thought we were going to Vegas. If I knew about that, I would have been there in a heartbeat. Yeah. I, thought, I thought we were, to be honest, we talked during my wedding that we were going to Vegas this weekend, I didn't hear a fucking word about it, so, you know, I'm um, pretty disappointed in that, but... Um, I was also supposed to be in Michigan this weekend, so super happy I didn't go there. Yeah, I don't want to go to Michigan at all in my life. <laughs> yeah, you know, actually, it's funny. So there was some rumors going around during the draft that I purchased a Chromebook uh, in order to draft. I'm just here to confirm that rumor. I I did, in fact, purchase a same-day Amazon Prime, a $220 Chromebook, and I flew it, it from San Diego to Vegas so I could draft from a laptop. So when you guys see me at the bottom of the league this year, you're going to be like, man, that guy brought a Chromebook in order to draft, and he still fucked it up. So quickly, though. For real? For Wait, real. For real? for real, I didn't fuck it up. I don't think so. But, I mean, for real, you didn't fly to Vegas. And two, like, I mean, you did fuck it up. But three, 
did you actually order a Chromebook? So uh, I did fly to Vegas and I did buy a Chromebook. Everything I've said is true. See, I'll tell oh. you. I'll, I'll tell you what the issue is, Hovi, is that you hang out with Eric and Joe too much, and so you're used to your friends lying to you. See, here I am being honest and upfront, and you can't even see that it's the truth. You know? Okay. No, well, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Me. I'm just saying. I don't ever hear from you. I thought we were friends. I thought you and I were homies back in the day when you lived at the UW house. I was going down there every weekend, hanging out because I was a low life, wasn't going to school. Hey, the house was alright. And. Uh, the house was dope. I'm just saying. I thought you and I became buds there, and yet I don't get a fucking text from you. I get texted from Erickson saying, "Hey, Connor wants to know if you're going to be on the if you want to be on the draft tonight or on the fucking podcast tonight." Yeah, which and is I'm also like, oh. not true. I didn't. I didn't. I, I didn't say that. I, I love. I love that you're on. But Eric has been manipulating us behind the scenes, which he does all the time, and I'm just being aware of it. And it's despicable, Eric. Well, maybe where, we where can else, touch... I, hold on. Sure. Sorry. Where else have I? Where else have I manipulated you? All right, that's Where's that's a that's a great right one. Here? Hey, let's let's go ahead and dive in. Hey, I just got to be honest with you guys. After the pod, after the draft, I was pretty upset, and I was sending Erickson some hate texts. And I thought that uh, you know the the fact that quarterbacks were more valued was I think that was definitely undersold. I mean, we had a whole podcast talking about the superflex decision. And after the very end of the draft, it seemed to me that there were a lot of players who had experience with this kind of format, and you take a look at their teams, and they're it's pretty obvious. And then there's some players in the league who are not experienced who weren't really prepared. And so it, it seemed like the, the rule changes disproportionately affected those with experience in Superflex slash two quarterback leagues and gave them a better chance at winning. How do you feel about that, Eric? Do you think that you would ever propose a, a rule change to give yourself a better advantage? Okay, first of all, I just want to say half the league has played in a two QB uh, league before, so it's not like it's just me who's played two quarterback. Also, I'm in three leagues that are two quarterback. They're all dynasty leagues. Two are a snake draft. One is like a salary cap auction. It's not even anywhere close near the same format as the one we just did. So that was actually the first time I've done a standard $200 auction with Superflex. Um. Also, I feel like this narrative was floated by Jerry last time. His argument against Superflex was that I'm just proposing rule changes that will give me a better advantage in winning the league. Uh, that's just like the most soft, most pussy feeling you can have about anything in general. It's just like such a liberal cuck opinion. I feel like I'm just in a face of like, with a bunch of liberal cucks. I, I don't get it. <laughs> It's like this is this is why this this attitude that right now this is why America is failing because it's like oh Eric proposes rule change we have to we have to cancel it he he said something mean to me on the podcast we got to cancel Eric so like this is this is why America is failing from twenty twenty four there you go all right well that's interesting uh, I do want to bring up some quick stats last year twenty twenty we had twenty quarterbacks drafted this year twenty twenty one we had anyone want to take a guess. Also, okay, you're going to say... Yeah, 36 quarterbacks, quarterbacks drafted, which is pretty crazy. Well, is that a surprise? Is that like a newsflash? Could you not have well, you know what? that from talking... seeing that the league was going to go two quarterback? Like, we only start two running backs. Do you only draft two running backs, or do you draft more than two? So, I was talking to... We only uh, start three former... wide receivers, but do you draft more than three? I was three? talking to former Toilet Bowl winner Curtis Whittle recently, 
Um, and he brought up a good point. I don't want to give you a quick shout Great out. Great source. Great source. Great source. Great source. This, if anyone yep. knows how to draft, it's last place finisher in the league. Yep. Uh, Great source. We can't really mock our draft. We can't like go on ESPN and like do a auction mock or like a snake mock or anything because our, our league is so weird. We have two running backs, three wide receiver, two flex, now a super flex. So it's interesting in that like it's hard to prepare, and if you don't have any experience in two quarterback or super flex leagues before, you're not really going to fully understand the importance of quarterbacks um, until you got in the draft, which is basically what happened to me. Um, but let me just say something: as someone who's never done two quarterback league, like, are you that fucking surprised? Like, Am I surprised about the, what that drafting two quarterbacks? No. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Is like if you if you honestly look at the draft, Erickson took three quarterbacks. Okay, he took two legit quarterbacks, Lamar Jackson and Dak Prescott, and then he drafted Trevor Lawrence for eight dollars. Like anyone could have gotten Trevor Lawrence. We don't know. Erickson does not know how good Trevor Lawrence is going to be this year. He's a fucking rookie QB. If you're going to attack anyone, attack Joe. No, Joe's fuck? on my list too, dude. Yeah, he drafted five fucking quarterbacks. But here's the thing: is Aaron Rodgers went wide receivers. Yeah, and Aaron Rodgers went for twenty dollars. So anyone could have gotten Aaron Rodgers. If you look at like a lot of the top quarterback prices, Kyler Murray went for twenty five. Like Dak Prescott went for twenty two. Yeah, like, but you can't anyone... just, you can't just say that they're prices in the twenties and say anyone could have got him. I mean, that doesn't make any sense. Like if yeah, you we, want, we all had options if you want, available. But here's sure. the thing: if you want a top quarterback in the league, you like you can look at. If you look at all of the fucking, you know, lists on ESPN and and see like, oh my god, like, oh, they're only worth eight dollars. I'm not gonna bet twenty dollars on Aaron Rodgers. Like, you're fucked in our league because that's what our league does. Half the people that I nominated for our league was to get people down on their salary cap, knowing that I was not going to bid on them or get them. Just knowing people are going to spend outrageous amounts of money for these people. I mean, you bring up a, I'm a good point, dude. The league is really okay. competitive, you know? So I hear you. Part of, that, yeah. All I'm saying is that then Joe, so his starting quarterbacks now, because he traded Aaron Rodgers. The motherfucker made a good trade for Tyreek Hill and Russell Gage in for a quarterback. His starting quarterbacks now are Matt Ryan and fucking Tua Tagovailoa. All right, and then he has Jimmy Garoppolo and Ben Roethlisberger on his bench. Like, I think we're all thinking you're acting Jimmy, like yeah that Jimmy G is going to get beat out this year. Yes or no, Connor? Huh? Oh, oh, sorry, I blacked out. I'm just saying, Jimmy G is probably not going to be the starting quarterback for the Niners for very long, and he drafted him. Sure, uh, I, I think you're totally it. missing my point though, because I don't disagree with a word you just said. Here's 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 my, the my point though is that hold on a sec. Let me try to help. Let me try to help. Um, I need You're to help, help myself. Explain something to me because yeah, I, but how I, would I help you from, explain something to you? It's more. That doesn't I'm make just, any sense. I'm sorry. I'm I mean, like you're going to explain something to me as someone who comes from a zero quarterback league or a one quarterback league my entire time of playing fantasy football, and yet Erickson even said, "Hey, the people who draft quarterbacks because we all know quarterbacks are worth the most on that one podcast." 
That's yeah, who's going to say he, he said it out loud before our fucking draft. I thought so you wanted, I thought he waiting, underplayed it. To be honest, he mentioned it. I don't think he did. But I think he, that's that's my opinion. Dude. I think he under I think he undersold. He mentioned it though. The thing is, he There's mentioned. Oh, I mean, I don't uh, mentioning Harrison it doesn't mean that to... he told us like the whole truth, right? Bruh, I mean, if you I will give him that. Yeah, I'm let me say one thing because I'm defending you. I if Erickson says something and he's done a two quarterback league before, I'm going to listen somewhat to what he says. I'm not going to listen to the fucking trades he sends me half the time because I'm just on my mind. The motherfucker's trying to trick me and I'm going to come out bad. And that might not be the case, but that's just the perception that I have. But when it comes to this kind of stuff that I've never done before and he goes, hey, you drafting quarterbacks is going to make a big difference in your team. So we'll see who does a good job of that. And then I take that as, all right. And I mean, my second quarterback is fucking Kirk Cousins. Not the best. My, my, okay, you're, you're missing my point, though. Like, I'm not talking about uh, – okay. If you look at the the teams that actually drafted – like, there's a couple of teams in our league that only have two quarterbacks, myself included. Okay. Right? Like, that is, that is pretty dumb looking back. And it wasn't, though, I planned on only drafting two knowing that I should have a third because there's 24 starting quarterback slots essentially on average, right, with the quarterback spot and the super flex. But there's only 32 in the whole league, right? So if you have three quarterbacks, you're all basically always going to start a quarterback at one of those two slots given bye weeks. So you have a huge advantage if you have three quarterbacks versus two. I feel like that was not mentioned at all, and basically okay. some teams get screwed for not having a third quarterback. Okay, can I make a couple points now? Okay, yes. one, one to that point. Going into the draft, that point you just made should have been obvious. Because, like you said, it, how, why should it have been obvious? If for someone why with no experience, with a, I'm not going to disprove like, a negative. That doesn't make any sense. Let me finish. Let me finish. Just think. Okay, you can only start two quarter. You can start two quarterbacks. Well, if you only have two, then when guys go on bye week, you don't have someone to replace them. So you're just like if making. Them, you're just if, doing the logical one of them, conclusion here. One of them my, gets that's it. not my point, dude. I'm, I'm not you, saying that the logic's wrong. You don't need to re phrase the logic and, and me for me to hear it my point though is that it wasn't mentioned at all if you have no experience no you don't want, then you're just, just not gonna know wrong. dude and I then talk? of course a rule change preferentially affects those six people like you said half the leagues no. in the super flex already so then everyone gets an advantage for already being in a league like that right and, but the thing is it should have been obvious hey, let me talk it should have been obvious before the draft that you would need more than two quarterbacks then when the draft starts and you see how the values of quarterbacks are going, it should be obvious then. And I think here's a problem for a lot of people. When I go into an auction draft, I have like a overall fit of how I think my team is going to go. But it, that always, I, we've done whatever, three or four auctions so far. How I think my team is going to play out is never how my team actually plays out. And I feel like people go in with being like, I'm going to get this guy, this guy, and this guy, and then go from there. When they should be like looking at it like, being able to adjust more e easily, like seeing how things go and adjust from there. And then, like, there's, the, but there's also people in the league who have never played in Superflex. I think Spencer has the best team in the league. He's never played Superflex before. So there's also, like, um, you could argue both ways. Like, you've never done Superflex. You can't Superflex argue both ways. Sucks. You could argue that it actually but gives Spencer, Spencer an advantage because he hasn't been in a Superflex before. Is that what you're saying? If you could argue you're both saying, ways? You're, you're, 
your that argument is that there's six people in the league who've never been super flex, so they are no, they no, no, no. That's not my argument. That's not my argument. That, that is your argument. Point. That is your argument. No, my and, my and, argument and, is that people who have experience in super flex leagues had an advantage going into the draft. Just because someone didn't have that experience and did well does not disprove my argument. So if the people who had been super flex had an advantage, the people who didn't been haven't been super flex had a disadvantage, right? Correct. So let me. Okay, that's so, what I'm saying. But so just because someone did well with a disadvantage doesn't mean that disadvantage didn't one, exist. One more thing: when we had the podcast and discussed Superflex, you asked me. The I'm going to need to take a shot, man. How is this going to change things? <laughs> Sorry. How is this going to change things? And I said on that podcast, like Ben's strategy before of drafting three quarterbacks or four quarterbacks. I specifically remember saying drafting three or four quarterbacks is a good move. Yeah, you know, I, I, I don't have the transcript, but I came away from that. I definitely thought that was undersold, and I was in the podcast. That's like if you, it's like it's so it's it's just like basic roster management of like supply and demand of the position. It's clearly the best. Like at this point, it's the most powerful position, and there's only thirty-two. Then why wouldn't you want more than two on your team? It's just like such a basic concept. Like I feel like if you're needing your hand held through it, it's just like. That's just on you so, at this point. Uh, so basically I, what you're saying I is that it's too... okay to admit important information if you can then retroactively say that information is obvious. Therefore, you So I just need to – go before the draft starts, I just need to say, like, hey, guys, you should draft this many quarterbacks, this many wide receivers, this many running backs, this many tight ends, and this many defenses. No, now you're making a straw man argument. You know, you know that I'm going to say no to that. That's a straw man argument, okay? You can't put I mean, words in my mouth and ask me to say like, the words that you put in my mouth are wrong. I have how to manage your – how to draft your fantasy team like you haven't been working so i mean didn't you didn't you have a little bit of time to prepare yourself for the draft like think about the let's the leave our personal lives out of this please let's keep it professional erickson like if you just would have like looked at the, the league setup and just like thought for like an hour you could have been like okay maybe having three quarterbacks is a good move or four quarterbacks or five quarterbacks okay i have a couple of things so one, Connor, remember, guys, who, we're supposed. To, this is supposed to be funny and lively. No, I know, but <laughs> no, but people are gonna love. Because I feel it, like so. we're starting to yell over each other, and all of a sudden, yeah. Anyways, go ahead, Ovi. Sorry. Okay, so Connor, who hasn't done a super flex draft? I I don't know, man. I don't know everyone's league history, but to me, I could probably make a couple guesses. Okay, so okay, so it might be easier. Who who do you think has done a super flex? So who I think has done a super flex? Yes. Okay. Because I, I feel I feel like it's a shorter list. I agree with you. So, uh, Eric has done one. Okay. Joe. Okay. And then I also thought. Uh, I mean, definitely Eric and Joe, one hundred percent. Okay, so we have two people. Okay, I can tell you who's done. Did it we? Did wait time out? Harrison, stop. Did we put this up to a vote? Uh, yes. I, yes, but objection, Your Honor. Ago, right? Leading the witness. I'm just asking. So this was put up to a vote months ago. Uh, I actually about a month I ago. Did? I don't think it was months ago. Saying, it was like yeah, whatever. Was, yeah, yeah, whatever. It was a vote, so yeah. you, if you go on ESPN, if you go on ESPN and you search their things, they have a super flex fucking like list for you. That spells out how much you should pay for each player. You can easily see that from the PPR league, because I'm assuming most people in our league play in two leagues, and most of them now are PPR leagues. 
So if you look at that, you can tell that there's a major difference between PPR leagues and a super flex league when it comes to quarterbacks and when it comes to just wide receivers in general. Hovi, are you telling me that you went to ESPN for rankings? Because if you do that normally, now I know why your teams suck. His well, teams are better than my, you every year. Yeah, I was going to say my teams are also better than you every year. So you I'm know, just saying I'm if just... I look at if I look wow, at the Hovi's using people, ESPN for rankings. Let me guess, you watch CBS as well. On well, a television. Do you watch if you, a, does your television have an antenna, Hovi? I I I pay for cable, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't I'm have an antenna. On the podcast today. I'm just so, saying I'm just saying I, I'm oh, okay, can I just say someone I'm, I'm just coming wait, let me... as someone who's <laughs> never done a super flex and I'm agreeing with Erickson, and I'm telling you the way that I took it as someone who's never done it, listening to the podcast, and you're like I feel like he omitted information. And I'm like, I took it this way. If other people didn't take it that way, that's their own fucking fault. We're all paying $100 for this league, and we all want to say, oh, this league, like, we all care. We want to make sure everyone's included. We all want to make sure we're all, like, top-notch. And I talk to all of my other leagues that I'm in and, like, all the other people, and I'm like, nah, fuck that. This is my main league. This is the only one I care about. And yet... Now I have someone coming at me like, oh, I didn't know the information that I couldn't look. I'm not coming I, at you. And the fact that you're shitting on an ESPN list and I can gather that from an ESPN list just proves my point even more. Because well, you can what just is... look at an ESPN list. And okay, see I feel like, okay, can I just say more. something? I'm still pro Superflex. You're talking about having a Democratic vote, dude. I'm still happy we're doing a Superflex. My point, though, was I felt like Erickson was a little underwhelming on the podcast and it became very clear not during the draft. Well, hey, I, once again, so how I feel is untrue. Okay, that makes sense. And I felt like during the draft, there were a lot of people learning, like basically uh, on the first day of work, trying to figure out how to get a quarterback okay. and the proper value. And I'm saying is thing. that – let me finish, please. What I'm saying is that if you have to learn during the draft, that means that you are less prepared than people who already understood that information beforehand. And if your defense I mean, is that I'm just a big old dumb idiot, then I think that you have a poor argument. Okay, well, first of all, you could have just learned before the draft. You could have took some time to prepare. So that's on you that you didn't prepare before the draft. So I did prepare, your, actually, for the draft, and I, and I well, did a decent job. I think my draft went really well. Well, uh, you're probably the only one who thinks that. Also, six people in the league have been in two quarterback leagues. So myself, Joe, Amac, Jordan, Jerry, and Curtis have all played in two QB leagues before. Like, Mac only has two quarterbacks, so, like... Right, I would have guessed that he had not been, been in one a two-quarterback league before. And Spencer's never been in a two-quarterback league, and like I said, I, I think he has the best team. As of right now, I would pick him to win the championship. Yeah, but once and again, Hobie, what's your point, Hobie though? Has a because top someone 16. drafted well with, with a disadvantage means that the disadvantage doesn't exist? Is that your point? Basically, you're just saying, like, oh, well, Erickson, he, made, he, want, he pushed his change because it's going to make him better, and, like, it puts all these people who haven't done it before at a disadvantage, and that's it's not true. For you, it didn't work out this one time, and I feel like you're just taking your own disappointment in your draft and putting it on me. No, no. The only thing I'm disappointed with my draft is that I didn't get three QBs. That's my only disappointment. I think everywhere everywhere else I hit my mark to a T. My, my point, though, is I felt like there probably could have been a little bit more information on that end. When we talked about it on the podcast. So I just got to give fancy seminars. Anytime we make a league change. Once I again, see, you exaggerate, and then you say, wow, if the exaggeration is wrong, then how can what actually could have happened is wrong? No, because you I said that's a, a very logical fallacy. I just want to make one more point is that no matter 
people say like I'm making these changes to. I didn't say you made the changes. Chance, I said you proposed the changes. I pushed these changes because that's right. That's advantage. right. No matter what the scoring settings are, I'm going to be a favorite to win the league. So it doesn't fucking matter what the settings are. If we played right. three defenses right, and fucking four right, well, receivers, I, I think I would we talked still about be this enough. Uh, I think people have already turned off the podcast. Um, we also got we're, just to let everyone know. Hey, it's preseason on the podcast, so we're trying to figure out how to not talk over each other. All right, let's go ahead and start actually talking about the draft itself. That was quite a fun. <laughs> 30-minute adventure <laughs> down Hell Lane where I get two guys yelling at me over Discord. Oh, that was great. Hey, uh, Hobie, quick question for you. So um, how did your draft go for you? How well do you think you did? And uh, last one, what was the best pick of the draft? Um, I think my draft went pretty decent. Um, I got called out a while ago for not getting running backs uh, a couple of years ago, the first year we did the draft. So that's kind of always the number one on my list now. I I realized after my draft last year I had Kelsey Mahomes and Mike Evans. So nice. maybe I'm just getting very comfortable with them. You know, it's not um, a dynasty league, right? I, I I learned that yes, and I I realized after I actually won them, um, I was like, oh shit, I had these guys last year. All right, cool. Um, I'm going to lose week one. I will say that right now. Um, Drafting Ezekiel Elliott and Mike Evans for a combined 8.8 points, and they're two of my, you know, uh, four most expensive people is not a hot start, and I realize that, but it's a long season. Um, my favorite pick of the draft, um, as of right now, to be honest, um, I think it's Spencer's number one pick, Amari Cooper, $17. Yeah. I mean, in my, he had like 30 points or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, Whatever it was. This past weekend. Yeah. Or I guess it was yeah, Thursday. Yeah. It, it's, a, it's a great pick, you know. Um, Dallas is going to come out throwing the ball. And if you have CeeDee Lamb or Amari Cooper, um, even Pollard, um, whoever drafted Pollard, I'm sorry. I don't know off the top of my head. But uh, uh, he's seen... Yeah, I mean, he's seeing significant time and catching screen passes. And, I mean, every screen pass he gets, even if he loses a yard, you're still getting .4 yards. So, um, for now, I mean, I have to say, I mean, I, I kind of agree with Erickson that, uh, especially after the trade that Spencer made, which I'm sure we'll talk about later. Um, if, we re- if we still have time after that intro. But, yeah, keep going. Yeah, I mean, I it's a great. You know, Spencer's team is very good. <laughs> like, you know, which is I actually, kind of crazy to say. Yeah, yeah no, I think he. Uh, <coughs> I totally agree with with what everyone's saying. The scuttlebutt, I think, is absolutely right. All right, so hey, Eric, uh, t- walk me through really quickly. Are you happy with your draft? And then, what do you think was the best pick of the draft that we had this past weekend? Yeah, I'm happy with my team. I feel like I got a, another top contender this year. Uh, the draft was a little different for me than past years. I feel like the last few years I've been like someone who spent uh, quickly early on. Like I got my players, got some players right away, and then was kind of lower budget. This year, I think I was the last person to draft someone. I think uh, you know everyone. People had made like multiple that drafted more, multiple players before I got anyone. So that was a little different for me this year. Not something I expected going in. This kind of things worked out. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty late to the running backs. Usually I'm early, so that. Made me nervous for a little bit, but I ended up liking who I got, so was happy. I got two. Oh, we mentioned I got Dak and Lamar, so I got two stud quarterbacks. 
Um, so yeah, I'm happy with how my team's looking. And uh, my favorite pick, I he sucked this first game, but I really like Toby's Zeke Elliott pick for like thirty five or thirty eight dollars or whatever it was. I feel like his price compared to maybe some of the other running backs in that in that range, they went for a lot more money. So getting like a little bit of a discount on a guy who has that potential to be one of the top running backs. Um, it obviously didn't work out against Tampa Bay, but I still really like the pick. Right. Yeah, Ezekiel hit for 38, just to put that in context. Joe Mixon went for 35, and Najee Harris, 37. So kind of a lower like, tier, but you could have the guy who was a top five RB in the league. Yeah, and, and McCaffrey and Cook, I mean, I think they were like up in the 50s. Um, I can't I, I don't have it in front McCaff- of right Oh, I got it right here. I know you're on your phone. McCaffrey went for 60, Cook went for 57. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I would have Zeke maybe number four running back behind Kamara. Um, that's just for me personally this year. This year, so like getting him at thirty eight compared to where those guys at, I really like that. Nice, cool. Well, even uh, Barkley went for forty dollars. Yeah, you know, um, and Derrick Henry. I mean, to be honest, went for forty seven. So um, I thought I was getting a pretty good discount. Just sorry to build off of this, but didn't work out week one. Looked like a uh, Dallas is coming out chucking the ball, so hopefully, uh, you know, it works out. If not, shit happens. Shit happens. All right, uh, the quickly, I think I already mentioned it, though. I actually like my team as well, so that's three for three. We all like our team. Um, I think that my big mistake is not having a third quarterback, which kind of sucks, but, uh, you know, basically, you know, shit happens. All right, hey, uh, quickly, hey, Hovey. So, it's all my fault, right? Hey, Hovey. I just so, want to throw out – sorry, Connor, before you say anything sure. – it sucks being a listener and listening to this podcast. I just want to say, honestly, this year I feel like has been a great year for everyone's draft. Not to be that guy and be like, no, oh, I love everyone. But, like, I think that this year was a very – like, this year people – it's our – what, is this our third year of doing an auction draft? I think so. Fourth. Fourth, fourth year? Fourth year? Yeah. Fourth year? Like, I mean, people are starting to grasp – you know, everything. And I think that this year was the most even year we've had so far. I as far as, definitely, as far as drafts it's go. So, so like, I'm just, I'm just saying like, yes, this year, like some of the people that I thought I was like, Oh shit, I can get them. Like I was sweating <laughs> like later on. And I'm like, fuck, I need to yeah. get another, my backup running backs are trash. Like I'm like, Holy, like I've, my running backs are trash, so it's like, I'm like, holy shit, like, I need to fucking make a move, and then it's like, I'm not willing to pay that, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. people are getting the, the people that I felt that they wanted, um, which was which was great, you know what I mean? Um, as to Eric said, like, you go in with a, a plan, and when, when it doesn't happen, and people are starting to realize, like, holy shit, you gotta do this for our draft, like, it, it makes it a lot more fun. You know, Definitely. it's stressful. Definitely. So. No, 100%. Um, that's a nice segue, too. Uh, I thought the best draft pick of the night uh, was Aaron Jones for, like, 42 bucks. I think Jordan nabbed him up. It seemed like that was the last top RB off the board, and no one had enough money at the end. I don't know why he was sitting there for a long time, but uh, I thought that was a pretty solid pick right there. Um, let's go back to you, Eric. Uh, worst draft pick. What do you got? I feel like I don't have like a specific player again I'm on my phone, so I can't have the players in front of me. But I feel like just as far as if there was any like overpaying for players, it was kind of like the wide receiver two, wide receiver three range. I feel like the top receivers kind of went for what their value was. Mm-hmm. But like 
kind of like how Hovey was saying he was nominating players that he didn't necessarily want, so people, other people would spin. That's what I was doing with like these guys in this wide receiver two, wide receiver three range, because I didn't think like the prices they were going for was what I wanted to pay. But I was just happy that other people were spending on it because then it was less money they had to maybe go after guys who I did want when they went on the board. Yeah, Erickson, let me ask you this: Were you? I mean, I don't want to give away your draft strategy or anything, but were you up bidding people and people that you knew that you were not going to take? I mean, uh, especially early on, like I said earlier, I was the last one to win a player. So like the whole, for like a large chunk at the beginning of the draft, I had $200. Yeah, so I was, sure. I had like, I'm talking when we get into the wide receiver two range and you got yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like you got yeah. one or two players because I feel like there was a couple of people that I was kind of even going up against you with. And I knew I, I had a feeling you were bidding them up. And then all of a sudden someone came in out of the woodworks and like stole them. And I was like, I don't really want them. You know what I mean? Like I'll pay a certain price for them. And then they bet like extra. And I was like, Go ahead and take them. You know what I mean. Yeah. But we're, we're that's the best feeling that? ever when you're yes. bidding someone up and then this, the bidding stops. Like, oh shit, am I stuck with this person? Yeah, that's the worst. <laughs> uh, and then someone comes over the top. It's like, woo, thank you. Yeah. Didn't even uh, Tristan say like, ah, oh, fuck, I didn't. Didn't he? Yeah, I had a four dollar bid on Henry Ruggs, who I really wanted, and then Tristan bid five dollars for him and won him. And then in the chat was like, why did I do that? Like, God damn it, dude. I actually wanted. I actually wanted Henry Ruggs. Uh, I mean, just to give a little bit of like my strategy for this draft, because it probably won't be similar in later drafts. But I mean, I had like a spreadsheet. So Connor well, did a little work. I had values for all the players. So I would usually but, bid the players close to those values. So people were paying, having to pay a legitimate price for the guys because I did have the extra money. And thankfully, like like you said, there's those times where you bid on someone and you don't really want them. You're just trying to bid them up and then right. you get stuck with them. Luckily That's for me this year, us, that, that didn't happen to me. Like all the yeah, guys. Yeah, but it, it's, all happened, to it's happened, happened to all of us. It's happened to all of us before. Yeah. A thousand percent. Yep. Um, but this year, it didn't and now, and now you can just send a trade for I don't know, Geo Bernard. Oh no, that's Jerry's team. Sorry, uh, fucking Elijah Moore for fucking Henry Ruggs because we all know your trading style. So, hey, know. speaking of uh, Elijah Moore, okay, Hobie, what was your uh, what do you think was the worst draft pick <sighs> of, the, of the of the draft? I don't really have one. Um... It's hard to tell before the season because anyone can really go off, right? Um, the only one I'm going to say, Connor, I'm sorry, is for you. It's just Curtis Samuels for $4 just because he just blew out his AC. Actually, no, fuck that. Where no, did he did uh, he didn't, no, he's out for like two or three weeks. He's just out, out. Oh, on the short term. How could you yeah, say that's, that's a bad that's pick like, when Gus... No, fucking Edwards no, went no, for like twenty five, and he also no, blows no, no. It. I, I, did, I tried to stop myself and say actually, it's Gus Edwards <laughs> is is who is. I'm sorry, whoever. I don't. I'm I'm even looking at the draft, and I don't. I don't know Tristan. where he went. Oh, right here, Tristan. Yeah, for twenty five yeah. bucks. Rough that I mean, to be honest, and it's not even his fault. Like it's honestly, I thought that was a great pick. It's like, all his fault. Yeah, it's all Tristan's fault. Like it's karma. You know, for writing raps about people you don't even know. Um, no, I'm kidding. But uh, can I just say something no, really mean, quick, dude? Fuck Tristan. Okay, 
I he he was the first person to put up a defense, and then I was like, oh, sick, I'll do that too. And I put up a defense, and I really wanted the Washington defense this year. Fucking Tristan bid a $2 bid on Washington defense. So if you look at the draft recap, the 121st pick was him taking the Bucks for a dollar. 124th pick, him taking the Washington defense for $2. Fuck you, no, Tristan. Someone, no, but yeah. someone did that to me too. Because like, people started just nominating defense. Yeah, but he already he has a defense. I know, but someone started yeah. nominating defenses like crazy. Son of a bitch. And I did that. I did that, and someone stole him for two bucks. Yeah. Fuck you, Tristan. And I was like, yeah, and I was like you can go fuck yourself. So. Yeah, agreed. Uh, uh, I don't want to cut you off again. I just had a few other uh, low lights from the draft I wanted to highlight because I sure, thought they were funny. Sure. I, One was Joe's wide receivers. I don't know if you can pull them up for me. Yep, I got uh, them up for you right now. You mean lack thereof? Joe drafted maybe the worst crop of fantasy wide receivers <laughs> I've ever seen on a team. Oh, yeah, so here we go. The most he paid, here we go. The most he paid for a wide receiver was $1. He got Jalen Rager, Traquan Smith, Deshaun Jackson, Sammy Watkins, Darius Slayton, Kadarius Tony, Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, I mean, Oof. some of those guys, I mean, I'm sure most of our league has probably never even heard of them. They don't even know who they are, who they play for. Deshaun <laughs> Jackson, I mean, like I might he's is like, he's got to be the oldest player in the NFL. I mean, his best receiver was Jalen Rager, who may, be like Rady's third, 44, so. who, who may be like the third best receiver on his own team. So I, I thought that that was a good one. Uh, Jerry ended up paying like twenty nine or thirty dollars for Damian Harris as his number one running back. I that think was he funny. was the last person that was really to funny. draft the running yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, we bit him up and on then, purpose. That was great. And then you mentioned Tristan. I thought it's it's really funny because it's a two quarterback league. Tristan's second quarterback is Trey Lance, who, like we mentioned before, who knows when he'll be the starter. So going into the first week, he has one quarterback and he has two defenses. Yeah, it's almost like he hasn't played in a two-quarterback or Superflex league before. Huh. Um, okay, looking at what I think are the worst picks, I wrote a couple down, but we need to move on. Um, I got Chris Carson for 30. Uh, I had him last year. I thought, you know, the guy can't stay healthy. I, I wasn't going to pay 30 bucks for that. That was you, Eric. I put my name on the list as well, Javante Williams. Eric, you bid me up for him, you son of a bitch. But, you know, I have a pretty consistent history of overpaying for rookie RBs that underperform, i.e. Cam Akers last year until the last like three weeks of the season and so i probably set up for failure as well and then i also actually had damian harris written down uh for jerry so great uh great minds take alike all right real fast hobie looking at the teams i don't know if you have a chance to look over everyone's squad could you yep. do me a favor could you pick one and tell me why they're gonna suck so this could be one you think that is gonna be the worst or at least a bottom tier but you give me a team and you tell me why this person did an awful job in the draft and why their team's gonna suck Yes, so my target for this year is um, Jordan. Target for the year, huh? Wow, all right. Yeah, so uh, I choose typically a target for the year. Um, it's been Joe for the last couple of years, so it's not that fair. Um, it was Spencer a couple of years ago. That's the year that I won, um, which was many, many years ago, uh, before the real league. But, um, oh, man, just Jordan. Like, <laughs> motherfucker, he just gets David Montgomery. The motherfucker is Chicago heavy, let's be honest. He has David Montgomery as his starting running back. Justin feels he drafts with his next pick, you know, for $6, which is fine, but, like, little overspendy. Then he gets Andy Dalton for a dollar, so he's just riding the Chicago train. Yep. Um, he did get Aaron Jones, which was a good pick, and Cooper Cup, so I like that, and James Robinson, but like, I mean, 
I don't know. I'm just kind of looking at his team. And I love Jordan. Jordan might be the nicest person I've ever met in my eh. entire life. Eh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I mean, let's, I mean, let's be honest. Abby Larson didn't think so, but, you know, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> you know, I bet you, I bet you, in in the the eight months we don't do fantasy, I bet you Jordan thinks about Abby Larson zero times, and then we come back to EEIG and just everyone brings it up all the time, and I love it. To be honest, with this, I might think Abby Larson might look back at me like Jordan was the nicest dude I've ever. Met. Dude, all I know is that though. if she wasn't interested, that's her damn fault because uh, she missed one. Abby Larson also did a like poster filled with chew and jordan's not like that so she just wasn't her man the abazon wait poster um, full of chew what yeah like like prom, you know like how people do like the prom posters like we go to prom with me and then they like spell it out with shit yeah. she did some shit like that for her boyfriend like way after prom and i don't remember what it was but it had like a bunch of chew cans on it and i think <laughs> the only person that would like be trashy enough to like that is me because i think i'm the only person that chews but if i saw that many chew cans i'd be like you're disgusting so i, I jordan got out at the right time even if it wasn't his choice right, so right. well we don't know well, if, we, we definitely know that he got off there. though that's for sure now he did get off i i heard it outside the door i went upstairs <laughs> to go pee and i heard it and i go this is super awkward and i'm going back downstairs all right well, so jordan uh-huh. Uh-huh. jordan if you didn't know I heard your first there time, you brother. There you go, dude. I Love heard it. your first time, brother. Good for you. Good for you, dude. Uh, <laughs> hey, Jordan, by the way, please still invite me to golf whenever you guys go. Um, please don't take this as a sign of me shitting on you. But your team is going to be trash this year. So Wow. Love it. Legendary. <laughs> okay, Eric, uh, give me a team and tell, the, tell me why they're going to um, suck. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious the two worst teams are yours, Connor, and Amax. So par for the course. So choose, you got to choose one. Choose a team and tell me why that particular team sucks. All right, Connor, your team is the worst. Uh, you only have two quarterbacks, like you mentioned. So if Ryan Tannehill or Jameis Winston underperforms or gets injured, um, you're absolutely fucked. Uh, running backs, you have two really strong ones. I guess Javante Williams, I like him, so that's three. Um, after that, you're kind of, I mean, Philip Lindsay, not a bad feeling, I guess, but you're kind of reaching from the barrel there. Um, I don't know, just nothing Nothing about your team gets me super excited outside of, uh, of a couple guys, and uh, the quarterback situation is uh, nothing to write home about, um, which is obviously all my fault. So, uh, you, you know, when your team sucks this year and you most likely make the total ball, you can just blame it on me. I like how I ask you to eviscerate a team, and you choose my team, and then every player you name, you tell me that you like them. I like that a lot. All right, uh, moving on guys, to the... But, uh, there's still lots of guys who I don't. Yeah, you will. The people, only people you mentioned were the guys that you said were, were decent. So I mean, I try to give you some hope. You, you know, you, I don't want to. Like? I don't want to totally crush your dreams here. You know, no, already, please. Uh, My dreams are on the table. The we're at the butcher shop. The by Here's that nice dude. Flex. Crush my dreams. What don't, What don't you like about it? Even though I think you've been talking about Superflex longer than I have, so uh, interesting. Interesting to hear your take there. But uh, anyways, uh, you have the worst team, and. Uh, I'm sure you'll tell us that it's great, but uh, we all know it sucks. That's you got to hear, folks. If you want some empty analysis, come to the Questionable for Sunday podcast. I love it. Um, I guess I'm going to choose a team that I don't like uh, and kind of talk about it a little bit. I thought, I mean, actually, I was thinking about choosing you, Eric. I'm not going to lie. I think that you don't have that solid of a team either. Um, except I'm actually going to talk about some names that I, I think are negative. First of all, Chris Carson. I had him last year. I do watch the Seahawks play. 
the guy is a beast, but he can't stay healthy. So that's a tough one. You're definitely going to watch out for losing. I mean, a I do have Rashad Penny during out of the year. If you think Rashad Penny is the backup, you got something else coming to you. Um, Marquise Brown also. Can I just say you're lucky that I dropped Rashad Penny that year that you complain uh, about how he tore his ACL. What do you mean? I, I like, mean, he, he I did dropped him. Oh, so tough, man. Yeah, but I dropped him. I'm getting flashbacks. Like, I, I would have won the championship that year, Hobie. In the playoffs, knowing there was some bad juju, and you just picked him up and just fell right into my trap. There you go. So. Yep. Uh, <laughs> just a quick shout-out, Rashad Penny, if you're listening, if you're curious about who tore your ACL two years ago, talk to Hovey. He might know a guy. Um, also, Eric, <laughs> on your team, I'm not a big fan of Marquise Brown. I, I, I know he was a high draft pick, but I don't really – I wasn't too impressed with Lamar Jackson as a football thrower last year. Trace, uh, Trace Sermon, I, I do like a lot, but he's not going to start. Uh, Raheem Mostert's going to be the starter, at least until he gets injured in week five or six. So it's kind of like I think that's a great pick to have long-term, but short-term, not a big fan. Daryl Henderson as well, another guy who can go off, but he never plays a full season either, and Sean McVay loves to take him out of the rotation. On top of that, I think that you do have some pretty solid options on your bench, though. I do like Tyrell Williams. Um and Elijah Moore, but I feel like those are long shots. So outside of that, you might be, you know, lacking an RB two and an R, uh, wide receiver two. Um, besides that, you're strong at quarterback and tight end, though. So that's why uh, that's why I think your team I mean, is one of the worst. I feel like we have a we have a bet here. You think my team is the worst, and I think your team is the worst. So should we bet on who wins more games? Well, uh, that's different. So um, <laughs> waiver wire is very important. And now if you want to make a bet, though, I'm down. But saying your initial statement, though, is, doesn't make any sense, though, because more things go into winning games than just the draft, Eric. You should know that. Uh, uh, yeah, for sure. But, I mean, I'm going to bet that my team does better than yours this year. Ten bucks? Uh, how about a hundred? All right. <laughs> Fair enough. That sounds good. So, was wins, points, what are we doing? A wins. Okay, sounds good. Hundred dollars. Actually, wait a second. Let me back up. Is if it wins, you're gonna do some shit and trade people. I know you, dude. You're gonna like trade. Yeah, but you can trade people, people too. Connor. Yeah, but I don't. I'll know. trade with you. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to stoop down to Erickson's level. You know. Yeah, so but you can do points, Connor. Though. Connor, I'll trade with you. Like right before you. Like I'll give you a good player for a week as a rental, and then no, you, no, no. You play I'll Joe. give you like right now. I'll give you uh, Daniel Jones because you're bitching about a third quarterback for. Uh, <laughs> uh, um. Give me Mike Williams. No. Um, okay. They're both three dollars, so why not? Oh. Huh. Let me think about it. All right. I'm sorry. I got the show sheet up. <laughs> but I will say one yeah, thing, Hobie. No it. joke, dude. <laughs> I actually thought I drafted Daniel Jones for like 30 minutes, and I thought that's why I didn't. <laughs> I honestly thought I was on my team, dude. And then like I look down and I'm like, where the fuck is he? And I go back and like I know that I had some bad internet, so I missed a couple bids. But I fucking thought he was on my team. And I was like, fuck, I'm stuck with Danny Dimes as my third quarterback, whatever. And then I looked down, I'm like, where the fuck did he go? So That happened to me actually on the George Gill bid. I thought I'd won him for $15. I'd swear the counter went down to zero. And the next thing I knew, I was the bidding was still going. So I for can see who? where he got mixed up. On George Kittle, I thought the counter hit zero on one of my bids. And then it didn't. And then the next thing oh, I knew, oh, it was still going. 15, and he got him for 17 yeah, I got for eighteen or something like that. So I, I, I hear you that one, Connor. I, I feel like uh, you weren't the only one. 
Thank you for uh, Misery Loves Company. All right, so just to wrap it up, uh, Hovey, you think Jordan's team's going to suck. Eric, you think my team's going to suck, uh, even <laughs> though all of your analysis didn't like mention any bad players, just only my good players. And then I think that your team's going to suck, Eric. So that's good. We'll have to see at the end of the year whose team is the suckiest. So moving on really quick, fuck predictions, because we're running out of time. Or we're basically already extendo at this point. No, we're good. We had. Oh, you want to talk about predictions, quick, dude? Okay, let's yeah, talk predictions, prediction. dude. All right, all right. So we got predictions here. Um, so what, what, what I kind of was thinking in my mind is we talk about the tier one teams and then the tier three teams. So uh, basically, about tier two. It, it doesn't have to get. No one gives a shit about the middle. All right. <laughs> I don't care if it's like four teams, maybe five teams would be too much in a tier. But just give me like a couple top, like your top tier and then your bottom tier. Hobie, let's go to you first. Uh, wish you wouldn't. Um, so <laughs> Eric, <laughs> let's go to you first. Actually, I'll I'll start first. I'll start first. All right. I'll, <laughs> no, I'll I was gonna say I could go. Like that's fine. No, I got it first. Okay, I got, I wrote some <laughs> stuff down. All right, so. <laughs> Alright, tier one, I got I got five teams that I actually think are tier one, and I have uh, four teams that I think are tier three. So we're going to go, and I, this is in any order, it's just the order that I have it down. So my tier one teams are Hovey, but I have in parentheses nice. not the top spot, but definitely tier nice. one. Nice! Uh, I, I got Jerry, but I feel like it's all going to come down to some of his later draft decisions. Um, I mean, obviously a top tier drafter, everyone knows Jerry drafts with the best of them. But, I mean, he, he only has John Smith at tight end, and he overpaid for some running backs. We'll have to see. I thought that Ben had a really good draft. I just think his one issue is the quarterback room, probably the worst starting quarterback crew um, out of everyone. But still, I thought he did a solid job. I also thought Jordan had a solid draft, and I think Spencer had a fantastic draft. So that's my Tier 1 group. My Tier 3 group, this would be the, the bottom teams, Toilet Bowl bad. I got four of them. I'm going to put myself in that group. I put Eric in that group. I put McCory and I got Tristan. I just you just disrespecting my team so much, and I'm just willing to bet whatever you want to bet that I have more wins or more points than you. And whatever, you know, okay, one hundred thousand dollars. Sure, you're just trying to push the podcast forward because you don't want to make the bet because down deep down inside you you're scared. Uh, it's not scaredness. No, I mean scared money don't make money. A wise man once told me that. Um, hundred bucks is a little steep though. Uh, I would do like a twenty dollar bet. You said a hundred. Well, we haven't even decided the stipulations of the bet, right? It's wins or points. You can pick. So I can pick he, wins or points, Erickson but I can't pick wins. the amount of money. Erickson said wins, and you, and then he said a hundred, and you said yep. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Guess I'm but stuck I in. Heard it. <laughs> I, no, no, I'm just kidding. Whatever you guys want to do. <laughs> Twenty dollars is more because you guys are going to throw more bets down throughout the year. You know what I mean? If, if we so, make a hundred dollar bet now, I'm gonna be dissuaded from making more bets with you because I don't want to lose saying, everything. So do, do something. I'm about small. to be unemployed, Eric. Have a heart, okay? All right, we'll you keep are the podcast going for the, for the sake of the podcast. My right. tier one teams. All right, how about this twenty twenty dollar bet points? Okay, sounds good. Okay, you're on points total points total points. Yep. And uh, okay. so here, my tier one teams. I also got Hovey. Uh, Spencer's team, I've already said, I feel like is probably the best right now. My team, I like. I think Curtis's team has high upside. Also has a low floor, but I'll put him in tier one for now. And I do agree with Ben there. I think he had a solid draft. Uh, the bottom tier, um, Tristan, Amac, Connor, and then uh, you know it's it's hard to go against him because he's dominated. You know, the, he's won a championship and dominated the regular season three years in a row. But I feel like Jerry's team is is bound. Did not make the playoffs this year. I'm not in love mm, with it. Hot take. Um, he, 
Yeah, he has really good wide receivers. He he needs to catch some breaks at uh, at running back uh, in order to really have a shot. Yeah, luckily um, he has Tyson Williams. Of course, he's got that Jerry luck. Yeah, you think Jerry's team is better than Joe's team? Sorry, worse uh, than Joe's no. team. No, I think Joe's team after that trade is 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 better than Jerry's. I feel like Jerry never makes trades. Jerry has but to who does trade Joe ha- But who does Joe have a quarterback? He has. Um, I'm no, no, no. I, I know who pull. he has. I, I, he, Joe has, a quarterback? He, has Matt, he has Matt Ryan and Tua. Yeah, but he also has two other quarterbacks. quarterbacks. Yeah, so one of those is Jimmy G. I mean, he has he has Ben Roethlisberger and Jimmy G. Like it's not he traded away yeah, Aaron Rodgers. His like, bench is a quarterback saying, that dates porn stars, and the other quarterback doesn't even want. I'm just porn. saying, like yes, his, the rest of his team is fucking huh. unreal, but like quarterback wise, I feel like it's pretty bottom tier. I mean, he's going to be able to trade one of those quarterbacks, most likely. Because, I mean, there's going to be someone who has a quarterback who either gets injured or isn't playing well. And if it's one of the teams who only has two quarterbacks... Yeah, but see, okay, I understand your point, Eric. But yeah, what yeah, I'm asking you, no, though, is I about to evaluate the team right now. Because you're giving Joe the benefit of the doubt of trading a quarterback. But you're okay. not giving Jerry right the benefit now, of the doubt of having some of his running back question marks be answered positively. Right now, I would take... It's it's very close. I would take Joe's team over Jerry. I don't think I think both of them are in tier two, borderline tier three. I don't think their playoff teams are right now as currently constructed. Ooh, love it. All right, Hobie, uh, give me your top tier and your bottom tier. So are we just doing four and four? You can do however right. many as you feel that should be in that tier. Okay. Well, I I also think that Spencer's team is very good. Um, so he'll be my one. Um, I do think that my team. Somehow is decent. Um, so I'll take that as two. Um, I I kind of do like Jerry's team, though. Like, just wide receiver heavy. And Tom Brady did well. And he has Russell Wilson as his quarterbacks. Like, I like Jerry's team. So I'm going to take Jerry. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh. Well, I can't take Jordan because I chose him as my not good team. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, you could. It would just be a little confusing to the audience. <laughs> well, no, no, I have to take Jordan deep. Um, I'll take Erickson. Erickson is my fourth. Um, I do like Erickson's team. His running backs are good. He has a good wide receiver. Like, er- Erickson drafted well. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, what else is I- new? Yeah, my bottom four. I. Oh no, I already said that. Um, my bottom four: Andrew, going Miles. Shout out Amac. Shout out Amac. Yeah, so we all have Amac, AMAC at the bottom. Sorry, Amac. I love Amac, but like, it's not just, Miles got. Yeah, I mean, when is it? So you know. Um, obviously, I'm gonna have to throw Jordan in there because I threw him under the bus already. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know what? I'm gonna be the guy. I'm gonna throw um, Chris under the bus. Really? Yeah, because I know how much you don't like Chris, so I'll do it for you, Connor. <laughs> so, um, Dalvin Cook, Chris. very, very injury prone. Antonio Gibson, I don't think he's worth thirty six dollars. No offense. Love Adam Thielen. Um, I'm a Minnesota guy. DJ Moore. I mean, whatever. Like, I I don't get super hyped, and then you take into Sean Watson knowing he's a, a fucking Bill Cosby. Like, go fuck yourself, Chris. So, 
Chris is going to the playoffs this year. Also, a funny moment from the draft. Before Chris drafted Deshaun Watson, he drafted Latavius Murray. Um, our draft was on Tuesday, I think. Yeah, and Tuesday was the day that Latavius Murray was waived. So I had to inform Chris at the time he drafted Latavius Murray that yes, he no longer he had was... a team. But now he's on the Ravens. So so then so then he tell me that uh, Chris saw that text, dropped him, and then uh, Latavius Murray went for seventy dollars with that budget. Yeah, well, it was during a draft. He was on a video call. He drafted him, and I said, oh, Chris, I don't know if you know this, but Latavius Murray got waived today. He's not on the Saints anymore, and he didn't know that. And then, uh, obviously, a few days later, he dropped him then after the draft, I think. And then a few days later, now now he's on the Ravens going for 70 bucks. Um, $70, man. All right, you got one more team at the bottom, Hovey? I mean, I'm right here. I'm an easy target. I think he already said you, didn't he? Uh, not yet. No, I didn't. Um, I'm going to go with Ben. I'm going to go with both the Hazari brothers. There you go. All right. He hasn't been chosen in either one, and you got to choose either way. You know what I mean? We're the middle guy. I don't think it's the worst, but is it bottom four? Could be. Could be. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. Look at his quarterbacks. Matt Stafford, actually not bad. Um, Carson Wentz, okay. Stuff. And and NDSU sucks, so fuck him. And Tyrod Taylor, like. Yeah. yeah, we'll see yeah, how many games Tyrod Taylor actually starts. All right, so Hazari those are some brothers. solid. Love you guys. Love you, Hazard brothers. But those are our predictions. Uh, we got a couple. T- looks like bottom tier teams seems pretty consistent. Top tier teams consistent. That's what I like to see. Uh, but once again, I think that I got to reiterate what we're all saying is that I think every team drafted really well. I can't. I was trying to come up with some like positives and negatives for each team. And it seemed like a lot of teams, like if you're really good at one position, okay, maybe you lack a little bit at another, but that didn't really, it's not totally swayed unless you're looking at uh, Joe's team pre-trade. But speaking of trades, we had two trades, two post-draft trades happened real quick. In fact, if my internet wasn't so bad, I actually might have been the one trading with Joe because he was trying to hit me up for a trade as well. So the first trade that we had was between Spencer and Joe. Spencer receives Joe Mixon, Demarcus Robinson, and Aaron Rodgers, while Joe receives Kenny Galladay, Michael Carter. Right? Oh, wait, no, that's not right. No. I'm sorry. We received Debo Samuel, Russell Gage, and Tyreek Hill. Sorry, lost my place when I was reading there. Eric, tell me about this trade. Who won the trade? And do you know any details about how it went down? Don't know any details. It was like the fastest trade in league history. I swear it was like 15 minutes after the draft was over. This trade went through. <laughs> uh, so that was pretty cool to see. Very cool. Um, I, thought, I thought it was a great trade for both, um, both people involved, both Joe and Spencer. I already pointed out earlier, Joe had the worst receivers in uh, fantasy football history after the draft. So he got, the, you know, all three receivers he got were better than any of the guys he had. Russell Gage, Debo Samuel, Tyreek Hill. He, you know, a huge upgrade for his wide receiver room. He had like five quarterbacks, so he got rid of one of them. It was obviously his best one. Mm-hmm. Um, but for Spencer, I can't remember who Spencer's first quarterback is, but his second quarterback his was... His first one's Kyler Murray, and now he has Kyler Murray and Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. His, but his other two quarterbacks were... Derek Carr uh, and Teddy Bridgewater. Derek Carr and Teddy Bridgewater. So obviously Aaron Rodgers is a huge upgrade over either of those guys. So it gives him a super nice QB too. And he still has the other guys on his bench as either, you know, fill-ins if someone gets hurt or bye weeks or trade options. He gets another solid running back. I'm a big Joe Mixon fan this year. And You're Marcus always a Robinson, big Joe Mixon fan, dude. Marcus Robinson is kind of just a dart throw. Um, but getting Aaron Rodgers, Joe Mixon... Um, Huge upgrades for Spencer at both his uh, second quarterback and for his running backs. So, super good trade for both guys. 
Yeah, I, I hate to see when there's good trades. I always prefer it when they're one-sided. <laughs> Hobie, tell me a little about this trade. Uh, what were you doing when it went down? Did anyone text you afterwards? And what were your initial reactions? No, nah, man. I was laying in bed, saw this shit go through, and I said, holy shit, already? And I looked at the league and, you know, the Discord, and it was like, holy shit, this is the fastest trade in league history. And it was. And, uh, no, I, I think it was a great trade for both of them, like Erickson said. Um <laughs> I mean, I traded for Joe Mixon one year. Not that that means anything, but I, I do have a spot in my heart for Joe Mixon, and um, I think that was a good trade. Spencer is rocking the double Cleveland running backs again. Uh, di- didn't you do that last year? Yeah. Right? Um, yeah. So he's rocking that with, uh, you know, Ronald Jones, which unfortunately started, and, uh, you know, Joe Mixon. Um, I didn't think the Ronald Jones start was that bad. You know, obviously before the game, um, yeah. I do think that it it definitely raised his team quite a bit, and I literally can't say anything about Joe because the motherfucker's gonna beat me this week. <laughs> like two of my top four players scored eight point eight points combined, so he's definitely gonna beat me this week. And uh, I don't have much to say about him, but we'll see for the future. Yeah, that's pretty unfortunate. You had Ezekiel Mike Evans projected about twenty five points total, only got you. A little under nine. We can kind of go into that in just a moment as well. But going really back to the next trade we had, we had Curtis receiving Kadarius Tony and Miles Sanders. Kadarius Tony has since been dropped. Joe received Kenny Galladay and Michael Carter. So we have Miles Sanders, who is a well-known person in EEIG, uh, being already <laughs> traded in the you know a couple of days after the draft. Hobie, did do you remember when this trade went down? What were you up to? And l- tell me a little bit about what you think of it. Yeah, I mean, I was at work um, when it went down, but, um, I mean, it's nice to see Curtis getting active. You know what I mean? That's all I really have to say. Um, Miles Sanders might have COVID this year. We don't know, but I'm There's assuming lots that will be a left. segment. Yeah, you know, I'm assuming that's going to be a segment throughout the year. Um, as of right now, my sources say no. Um, so, no, I don't, I don't think it was... The worst trade, I guess. I mean, I, I haven't really looked into it that deeply. Like, it wasn't as big as the first trade. Let's just say that. So it's yeah, kind of like yeah. when you get when you have back to back trades with Joe like that, and his first one was like, "Holy shit, dude! He's giving up fucking Joe Mixon and Aaron Rodgers, like, and he's getting Tyree Kill and Russell." Get, you're like, "Damn, dude!" You know what I mean? Um, but I think I think it benefit both of them. Like, Joe's a smart man, so. Why wouldn't it? Yeah, I mean, I think that this, to me, I think that he thinks highly of Michael Carter because Kenny Dolly already has some injury concerns. And um, I know that, obviously, the Kadarius, Tony, and Galladay are both on the Giants, both wide receivers. I know Tony was taken pretty pretty high up in the draft this past year. Uh, Eric, what do you think about this trade, man? I actually think uh, if I had to pick a side, I would uh, take Curtis' side in this one. He gets uh, the best player in the deal. Miles Sanders, looking at Chris's roster, he only drafted three running backs. One was Jonathan Taylor, Michael Carter, and Tevin Coleman. Mm. Michael Carter and Tevin Coleman are both on the Jets, so you're kind of pigeonholing yourself there for, you know, can both of those guys be productive? I don't know, maybe, we'll have to see. Um, So he he gets rid of one of the Jets running backs and gets Miles Sanders as, like, a super strong RB2. And uh, I know Michael Carter kind of had a lot of buzz, kind of like, 
pre-fantasy drafts and everything like that. But uh, the Jets put out their depth chart this week, and he was listed as the fourth string running back. So I know he's a rookie. Sometimes it takes rookies like a little, a little bit of a few weeks before they kind of establish their role. Right. So I think maybe later in the year, Michael Carter will be, you know, more of a viable fantasy player. Um, but starting off fourth string for him is uh, is is a little bit of a hit there for Joe. I mean, also it's like, dude, you play on the Jets. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, your your upside's already limited. Begin with, yeah. It's like, I mean, I know that the news is coming out. Oh, Mister Mormon's going to be fucking legit, but I mean, we'll have to see, right? So, yeah, I think Michael Carter is like more of a pass catcher, so maybe that's you know why there's kind of a lot of yeah optimism about him going in. But I could be. I think uh, as of right now, I think Tevin Coleman would be the Jets running back you would want. So Curtis gets to keep him. Add Miles Sanders. So I, I feel like it was a solid I think it's yeah, for sure. I completely agree with you. Yeah, I think I think we are all in agreement on that. I think Curtis it definitely favors Curtis. Uh, but maybe Joe's, you know, thinks that Michael Carter is the Jets running back to have. And I think that if he is, though, it's definitely not going to pay off in the first couple weeks of the season. So well, it also doesn't hurt to have Kenny Galladay. True. You know what I mean? I yeah, mean, he's, but he's, he's also uh, yeah, he's also very he's injured right prone. now. I believe. Uh, I think he's having some groin issue. But yeah. I'm just saying, though, like, it, it, like whenever you have Kenny Galladay and if he's healthy, like, not a bad person to have. No. So, yeah. you know, I mean, he gets him on top of it over, I, to be honest, this might be bad. I don't know who Kadarius Tony is. So yeah, He's a rookie for the, yeah. for the Giants. Yeah. He, he was, was taken like in yeah. first rounder. Wasn't he like a top so, ten pick? He was a dollar player in fantasy. I don't think he's going to be super relevant this year. Curtis already dropped him. So yeah, that, 20th yeah, overall yeah, pick. Yeah, he was dropped. That's no, that's that's what I'm saying, though. It's just like, I mean, you get a, a veteran wide receiver who was at his time when he was healthy fucking unreal for you know, the Lions. I mean, yeah, I yeah. would say unreal, but was very good. You know, a solid player. And, right. and then he's getting someone who has potential upside later on in the year. It's not a bad trade for Joe to make. No, not a terrible but, trade for Joe. But, but yeah. right now in the front end, yes, I, I do believe that Curtis won that trade mm-hmm. because he, yeah, I mean, Joe gave up Miles Sanders, right? Who's like a legit starting running back. So, um, like, what are you going to do? No, that makes sense, know? man. You're basically saying, we're, we're all saying that, well, we think the trade was close. Curtis wins because we know Miles Sanders has value now. We're just not sure about Galladay's or Carter's value down the line. And if Carter yeah, ends yeah. up starting and Galladay's returns to his former glory and doesn't get injured, it could definitely be a, a Joe favorite trade. Well, Joe's starting Kenny Galladay fucking this week. I mean, me. he's making his so. debut in the Giants this week, so we'll see how it goes. That's what I'm saying. So he's yeah. not injured. So he's projected to score nine... Uh, 10 points. Speaking of week. not being mean, injured, so. let me just... Uh, sorry, I just had to get that out of the way. I hope that was nice and loud on the mic. Um, yeah. Awesome. All right, hey, uh, Mountains are blue, and also blue are the free agent acquisitions that we've been having. So on top of some of these crazy post-draft trades, which is already nuts, we had some people blowing their loads quite early. Uh, big topping the lead, Tristan taking Latavius Murray for $70. Uh, for those of you who don't know, Latavius Murray was drafted by Chris, dropped by Chris, and now just got picked up for the Ravens because they're having some running back issues, so it could be a viable starter on that team. Eric, I know you got something to say about $70 man Latavius Murray. I know you got something to say, man. Don't let me down, dude. I mean... I think Tristan needs to help our running back. He lost Gus. That was obviously a huge blow for him. So I get it. Um, he's hoping that Latavius ends up being the guy. Uh, 
I think early on it's going to be Tyson Williams. Who knows what the guy can do? I don't think any of us know much about him besides his name, so we'll have to see how he does early on. But uh, if he doesn't perform, Latavius Murray could easily be the starter and the Ravens run the ball more than anyone. So I don't I, like it. Was a lot of money. Seventy bucks is obviously a ton. Um, but you may but be getting uh, RB two out of the situation. You know, it's possible. I, I, I get it. I get it for Tristan. He, you know, he obviously took a huge step back. So I, I can't really blame him for for doing it. Yeah, I mean, there were six uh, bids in for Latavius Murray. Uh, just quickly, it looks like Curtis and Chris both bid at thirty-one dollars exactly. Hobie, why do you think they both bid the same amount? Such a weird number. I don't know. I think that they were thinking that other people are going to, like, someone else is going to bid 30. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, isn't that um, funny, though, how they both put 31? It, it, it is crazy, you know what I mean? Isn't it crazy how, isn't it funny how the Mariners tied the fucking record for 116 wins? Dude, is, isn't <laughs> it funny I mean? how often win. Mariners fans talk one. about that one regular season turnout, even though they didn't even go that far in the playoffs that year? First of all, I'm not even talking about the players. I'm just talking about the fucking record. I know. Imagine, imagine bragging about regular season success. Who are you, Eric Erickson? Well, I'm just... Okay, first of all, I'm just saying how crazy is it that you win 116 regular season games, you don't lose one or win an extra one throughout the season to, like, not tie that record? That's an unreal record to tie. That's all I'm getting at. Okay, I'm not fucking fan. <laughs> you know, it's crazy to me. Like, at this least annoying Bears fans about. won the Super Bowl in '85. I feel like all the time I hear Mariners fans talk about that one season, it's always like, "Yeah, regular season wins." You know, but ask, I'm just ask Kawhi Leonard not, about regular season I'm wins. Ask LeBron right James now. about regular season wins. You, huh? I'm asking you. Right Load now, management, is baby. Not, is that not crazy though? Like, you win 116 games, like. To tie the all-time record in baseball wins, you can't just lose one more and be like one away, or win one more like on a extra innings fucking walk off, and like you tie that out of a hundred and sixty-five game season, two teams have won the exact same amount of the most games in all of the years of baseball. Like that shit is crazy. It's pretty crazy. Yes, back on track, Okay, uh, yeah, I, I tell that's you, what I'm saying. I'm pro crazy. I'm I'm in that that crazy column. Uh, I'm just saying, no worries. Crazy. But seventy dollars. <laughs> speaking of crazy, it was uh-huh. going into my next segment is a lot to spend on a running back, and I I get why, but like that just tells you why I don't fucking bid on free agents because I would have been like Jerry and bet like I mean the I mean I yeah a dollar Jerry like, bet a dollar. <laughs> No, no, I'm sorry. I was looking at Taysom Hill for $11. So, um, but I would have been the guy that bet like 25 bucks. You know what I mean? And it's just like, I just, I know I'm probably going to lose it, but like, I also don't want to blow my load on $70 for Latavius Murray, like before the season even starts. Yeah. Like no offense to Tristan. I understand why he did it, but like at the same time, that's why I get the most shit about, Oh, Hovey didn't even fucking bet on this fucking thing. And that's been the fucking the narrative for the past four seasons. It's just because it's like, dude, I'm still fucking up there with wins, so why the fuck like who cares? You know what I mean? But I I don't know. It's seven dollars to me personally is fucking crazy because I wouldn't do it, but Well, I I can just say uh from the rest of the league 
we all appreciate your logic, Kobe, so please don't bid on players and free agent acquisition. Keep doing what you're doing. Because um, I might win one year. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking <laughs> of free agent acquisition, so I did think it was kind of funny. Uh, another one that was a big one off the board was Jerry taking Taysom Hill for $11. He actually dropped Devontae Freeman, who got signed to the Ravens practice squad. And I also thought it was funny how Jerry actually drafted Taysom Hill for $3, dropped him two days later, and then two days later picked him up for 11 So Jerry, <laughs> snip, snap, snip, snap, snip, snap. <laughs> That's an Erickson move right there. That is an Erickson move right there. You didn't do it in the same night. I totally get it, though, but I thought that was kind of funny. Sorry to call you out, Jerry. But also, uh, there was another person off the board from Real Money that was Justin Jackson picked up by Superfucked, which is my team. Uh, One of three people to put in bids, although I was the only one to actually put any money down. I got Austin Eckler. I see Justin Jackson. Of course, I'm going to try to pick him up. I was actually kind of shocked I got him for five, uh, but I guess, you know, he's a backup anyways. So... All right. I think Eckler's going to play tomorrow, too, so yeah. good news for you, though. Good you do? I do what? No, I'm sorry, Erickson, did you say you do think he's going to play? Yeah, it sounds like he's going to play. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. No. I, lo- I love Austin Eckler. Great, great pickup, just to begin with, especially in the PPR league. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I love Austin Eckler. So I hope he, I, stay I, I hope this he year, plays, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, um, me, too. I hope the motherfucker, I mean, he got his chance finally, and... Last year he was injured, right? Was he injured for a couple? Yeah, of he weeks missed last a couple year? weeks in the middle. Yeah, yeah he missed like six so, weeks last year. Oh, I mean, just to be honest, just as an Austin Eckler fan, um, I hope he doesn't miss any weeks. Shout out Austin! Shout out Austin! Austin Eckler, also a huge fantasy football fan. So shout out. Really? I mean, that was like yeah. Steven Jackson, bro. Like Steven Jackson back in the day. I fucking used to draft that motherfucker every year. Connor, do you know who Steven Jackson is? Do I know who Steven Jackson is, dude? Yes, I do know Steven. The running back for the Rams back in the day. Also, yeah, I, would have accepted a uh, small forward for the Spurs for a couple years. <laughs> I bought his jersey. Do you remember when we ordered from China? All those jerseys. Oh, my God. Yeah, I got a, yeah, yeah, Yes, yeah. yeah. I, ordered, <laughs> I ordered a fucking Steven Jackson Rams jersey. That's sick. And, and a fucking uh, Earl Thomas jersey, which doesn't mean shit anymore. Uh, um, dude, I, on it, that purchase, I got a uh, – I, I was going to bring it up, though. I got like an era, like an early 90s Charles Barkley Suns jersey. Oh, I got a um, – It's like purple. It's so sick. I got Never a worked. fucking uh, Scotty Pippen jersey from that, too. Oh, love and it, dude. Brandon Lee and I wore it for one of your guys's – we were beer pong partners – he got a Jordan one. I got a Scotty Pippen one. Oh, nice! And we lost in the first round. So. <laughs> Sad. Sad. Um, just want to throw this out. This is the end of the podcast. If anyone made it this far, shout out and to is you. Going, How is going much to, do you hate your work job? If you're listening to this still, because yeah, well, back I was going to say if, if they listen to it before the games start tomorrow, um, which you'd really have to hate your life. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to the lodge tomorrow at 11:30. To watch some of the football games and drink and eat some food. So if anyone would like to join me, feel free. Nice. That's a good invitation. Post in the Discord. Yeah, man. Um, I'll be yeah, I'll be at uh, uh, 13 Virtues Brewing in Portland, Oregon tomorrow at about 10 a.m. If anyone wants to come watch football with me. Oh, Connor, in a couple weeks I'll be down in uh, Vancouver. So. Are you actually going to hit me up, dude, when you're in town? Because you start the podcast by throwing shade at me and yet, you know. I know you're in Portland every once in a while, but you never hit me up, dude. I'm not in Portland, though. I'm in Vancouver. 
So it's a lot different. So it's about okay. So you're twelve. You're, you're like, twelve I'm minutes like, away instead of five minutes like, away. Yeah, I'm like in the hills, dude. In fucking like it's it's deep. We could take this offline. Oh, oh! Now you want to take it offline? Oh, okay. <laughs> no, oh, I mean okay. I'll hit you up. No, I mean you call me out for me not hitting you up, and now I bring it up. Oh, take it offline. All right, now I feel like I'm gonna work. Yeah. I'm just okay. This is a lot different. This is a lot easier than my. You guys should take this offline. <laughs> once every three month fucking trip down to fucking Portland, rather than just a text to a friend. So you know, I mean, it's a little different. Right, well, so. speaking of speaking of being different though, hey, let's talk about something real quick. I was gonna. I feel like. Hovi, you and I, man, we might have had a basketball challenge last year that we never really fully pulled through on. And I think we should set a date, dude. I think we should set a date to play a one-on-one, first to 11, everyone's sure. invited. Let's do it. So, my, let's talk about some stipulations, though, right? First of all, I think we should both elect someone in the league as our promoter. Okay. You know, like a boxing promoter? Yeah, sure. And like, like Don King. Like Don King, yeah. I'm looking for my Don King, you know? Well, it's, I'm telling you right now, it's not going to be Jerry or Jordan for me, so you <laughs> might want to hit up them. All right, maybe I will, dude. Maybe I will. I know Jerry I know, makes some I'm good segments, you. dude. Um, also... Erickson, will you be my promoter or no? Do you not think I could win? I mean, that, that doesn't matter if I think you can win, but I can promote you. Would you be my promoter? I'm going to get in the gym fucking next week. All right, yeah, I'll be your promoter. All right, All right. So that means that I got to find my so, promoter. So if you're listening to this now and you want to promote me, that means coming to the event, obviously, and, uh, you know, talking you know, talking me up, you know, maybe even getting me signed on to, like, a couple of corporate sponsors. Um, Can you have more than with one with my promoter? side chicks, you know, making sure they don't meet my wife, stuff like that. Can you have more than one promoter? Or I mean, what? I don't give a shit. Yeah, man, you can have – yeah, but don't take the whole league from me, dude. Come on, let me have someone. Well, you better fucking work on your game. <laughs> okay. I'm going to start sending videos of my fucking game to all these people to fucking show them my workout process, my fucking game at the fucking gym. Like, let's fucking go. All right, so I was thinking, I was going to throw out a date, and I was thinking, like, uh, you know, we probably both need a couple months just to recover from the summer. You know, uh, I also threw my back out July 4th weekend. So I, I, <laughs> I was going to say, dude. this is a great time to talk about it when... Oh. Literally, I began the podcast with I threw my back on on Thursday, and I literally can't move. So, <laughs> yeah, it took me like a okay. month to recover. Too is pretty bad. How about so this? Wait, are we thinking like next spring or like no. in the winter or what? Uh, I was thinking t- uh, two months from today, December eleventh is a Saturday. Three months, but yeah, October. Oh yeah, three months from today, December eleventh. How does that sound, Hovey? We'll meet. How does, is that, sure. does that date work for you? Yeah, I'm thinking we meet Where'd at a mutual. To, uh, lo- we need to we need to meet at a uh, neutral location. Well, I I go work out at LA Fitness in Everett. So I'm, I'm I thinking can get, I can get you in for free. I'm thinking neutral location. No, yeah, but you know you know the people there. They're gonna be rooting for you. I'm thinking we find a court I, in Centralia. I'm not what. You know, like half exit eighty two. You know. Uh-huh. First of all, uh, why would you as Hobie's promoter, I'm calling I'm calling Kabosh on that idea. Yeah, what the fuck, dude? Erickson has a fucking new kid who's gonna be three months old then. And no, why would fucking Centralia yeah, to watch and you guys why play would, a shitty one-on-one basketball <laughs> game? Yeah. So, dude, Centralia not, has a really good Dairy Queen though. Why would you not come up this way so we can just go out right after? 
Okay, so you wait, wait. So let me get this straight. You want like, me? You want me to drive three and a half hours north? Well, you get to drive like ten minutes. You wait, are you not going to stay up here for the weekend? You want me to travel to to this event and get jet lagged and be tired? Oh my god! <laughs> I, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hit up Dills' brother and say, "Hey." Do you guys want to come up this weekend and watch me whoop this fucking kid in basketball? And they're going to be like, yeah, sure, I'm down. I'm going to be like, all right, he's going to show up at your house, and you're going to drive him to our house. And then I'll let you fucking stay with us, with them and the baby, so you can stay with us if you want to. All right. And then I will house you for this event. All right, all right. I'll uh, I'll concede. We'll, we'll do it in Olympia. <laughs> All right, let's take this offline. Let's, let's this off <laughs> no, I'm, I'm trolling, dude. We'll, we'll find somewhere up. Uh, we'll throw it. No, no, no. Let's, let's go offline right now. We'll throw it in the Discord. I actually think it'd be fun if we... Uh, I don't want to just... I actually think it'd be fun if we, like... I don't even... Even, like, if we did it at UW or something. I don't know. Somewhere, like, a sick court. Maybe, like, like Garfield uh, High School. I don't know. Like, somewhere sick, you know? Like, it's got to be a nice location, you know? Trying to get shot, dude. Jesus Christ. Dude, Erickson will hook us up. We'll fucking go to Kamiak. Like, let's calm say, down, yeah. all right? Can you, can you, can you actually get us inside the gym at Kamiak? Amac is the freshman basketball coach at Kamiak. Is he so really? Maybe, maybe he can pull some. Oh things. shit! Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Wait, well, is he actually? Yeah. Shout out, oh, Amac. Shout out, Amac. That's sick. Shout out, Amac. I yeah, I don't, he didn't tell me that when we just went golfing the other day. So but yeah, I, I could probably get to the gym at Kamiak. So, well, it's just it's nice to have Amac back in our time zone. You know, I love it. Um, all right, uh, so we have a tentative date. Tentative date for December 11th oh, at Kamiak. Me versus Hobie, first to 11. Ones and twos? Or just ones? Ones and twos. Yeah, ones and twos, ones and obviously. Twos. obviously. And you make it, take it? Make it, take it after. I, I think make it, take it. That's a given. Come on, man. You're a play basketball sure. player. Yeah. Shit, I was even thinking about that. Yeah, we discuss the rules absolutely. and stipulations. Yeah, uh, are, yes, we calling, about are, are we calling we'll charges or no charges? Just call your own fouls. <laughs> if you want to be that guy. Okay, all right, all right. Well, then, yeah, for those of you listening, we got a we got a date set up. December 11th, come stop by. It should be fun. We'll just go out afterwards. Thanks for housing me. Appreciate it. No, let's fucking play a fucking game afterwards. If we got the court. Oh, yeah. Let's get the fucking yeah. league out. Yeah, well, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, yeah, let's get some let's get some bodies, dude. We'll start where Connor and I get way too gassed, and then we'll start a game, and, and if like, we get yeah. all six people, <laughs> then Connor and I will start on the bench, so yeah. it'll be perfect. It'll be great, too, because, like, out of everyone playing, you and I are going to get gassed first anyway, so we'll just start That's gassed. what I'm saying. Yeah, so, it'll be, like, be perfect. <laughs> yeah. All right, okay. perfect. All right, uh, last statements, guys. Last statements uh, on the I podcast don't. before... We officially close it up here. People can go back to their day jobs. Uh, Erickson, sounds like you have something to say, my friend, so the floor is yours. I want to talk about this new league picture that came in tonight. Uh, <laughs> oh, I for, how did I not add that, actually? That's my bad. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great, man. So, so I got to be honest. One of your better better pictures. I mean, you're not a good-looking guy, and I think you know it does a solid for you. Curtis came <laughs> up like a month or so ago and was like, hey, what do you want for your picture? So I was like, oh, it would be good if, like, the baby was in a Kiala. So oh, I, was like, nice. I sent him a picture of me holding Kiala. And uh, so that was the picture I sent him. And then he hit me up like a few weeks ago and he was like, hey, the company wants an extra $80 to draw the baby. Wow. He's like, it's up, it's up to you if you want to do it or not. I was like, Jesus Christ, it only cost me 50 
to drop me. It costs fucking $80 to draw a tiny-ass little baby of me holding. What is that? Dude, that's just good business practice right there. So so I skipped on the adding the baby for $80. Uh, ridiculous. And then, like, in the picture, I just buzzed my hair, but, I mean, I feel like they've... I mean, I look like I'm, like, 60 fucking years old. What the fuck happened to me? Yeah, it's tough that you're right next to Jerry, who has this great set of locks to your left. It is, dude, it's, like, a a way different caliber of picture from everyone else. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) Everyone else looks, like, spot on. Like, the picture of Jordan is, like... Yeah, the one of Jordan's really good, yeah. Curtis looks good. Connors is very good. Curtis is is very good. good. And then there's this... Joe's is very good. Joe's is very good in the background. And my and my one in the middle is very good. And then me at the bottom, I look just like some fucking wrinkled foreskin <laughs> old man with a fucking pencil thin long ass alien. Man. Yeah, you're looking a little wormy. You look a little. You look kind of like a worm. Was that was that Curtis that posted <laughs> ET? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that is so funny. So actually, when Jerry said he's aged like 40 <laughs> years from the original <laughs> one, I actually... <laughs> Erickson, your thing was fucking great, dude. That you posted the long neck guy. Yeah, he's a long neck dude. I actually oh took, uh, I took the main picture. Uh, I'll, I'll post it on the Discord after this, but I actually took the picture of you from the middle versus you from the bottom, and it looks like completely different people. And I, lo- I think that's so funny to me. Because it's supposed to be the same person, and it's it, it does not look alike at all. Spencer hit you up with this so much dad strength. <laughs> you look like you're a cancer patient. He does look like a cancer dude. You look, you look, you look weaker in your championship picture than you do in your fucking pink fucking faggy ass fucking running back photo. Like, oh my god. Oh my yeah, God. the years haven't been good to That's you, dude. Amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't even. Yeah, right honestly, now. I think it's a great picture. I'm really happy that it's forever immortalized in the EEIG poster because it's. Uh, Is this the same guy that did all the rest of the pictures? I, honestly, I think I so. Not. But I, yeah, uh, I just love how you're like Eric. You tell Everything. me this thing. The company wants eighty more dollars for a baby. I'm thinking to myself, dude, this is not a company. This is a fucking guy somewhere. Anderson, will you please post a picture that you wanted in the Discord? Yeah, post the real I, pic, I, I dude. Just got to do that. Like just uh, the fact that you, the fact that you haven't yet and been like, yo, what the fuck is going? Did you wait? Time out. Did you get a copy of it? Uh, no, I didn't pay. For, I think you have to pay extra for that. Yeah, it's like five bucks, isn't it? I don't remember, Connor. Do you have one? Uh, I do have mine. Yeah, I forget how much it was though. It was a while ago, obviously, because my team sucked recently. I would talk well, to wait, Do you do you have the poster right now though for winning? Uh, yeah, so above your bed, uh, I do have. It's actually not above my head though. Yeah, it's 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 not actually up in my part right now, but I have it. No, no, Erickson, do you have it? No, I just have the image. I didn't. I didn't pay for the uh, picture. No, no, but I'm talking about the actual poster. Do Uh-oh. you do you get it for the year that you win it? Like. So I think it's so, so it's longer. so it's I believe it's like fifty seven fifty eight dollars uh, to actually get the new picture. So that's what we all pay for five dollars up top. But you have to pay more if you want like your own. I thought oh, so I they don't send the picture back with the picture on. I don't know how no, it gets there. The image, yeah. I think. 
I forget. Yeah, I would oh, talk yeah. to Curtis. He he's the guy who deals with that stuff. Okay. I didn't know if Curtis got it sent back to him after this is, and then sends it off every year. I d- I don't know how it works. Yeah. I've obviously never won, so um, I don't I'm know. I'm trying to find the picture, but if I, I ever if I ever win, if I win this year, I'm getting a fucking copy of it just for Erickson's picture alone. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, honestly, it's pretty bad, dude. Like, I mean, it actually does I mean, look the, like you, though, which, you know, not a compliment. I mean, it does. I just, I just want to look right now the picture I sent to them, and I do, like, look bald in the picture. Yeah. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. <laughs> dude, this picture, it looks like you're a make-a-wish kid, and your last wish was to, like, win a fantasy football league. <laughs> <laughs> Your last wish was like, "Hey, please put my daughter in the photo." The <laughs> eighty more dollars. The guy goes eighty more dollars, and Harrison goes, uh, "I'm about to die, but <laughs> fuck it, I'm not gonna pay it." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you cheap fuck in death. God damn it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's too good. Yeah, I just love. That's gonna be hit forever. It's gonna be great, <laughs> man. I fucking love. Where? It. I don't. I don't even see where all of the fucking wrinkles on your forehead are. Oh, I think that was. Oh yeah, good point. That dude, you <laughs> like, like, look so shiny like, in this. It's so flat. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, the Mr. Clean picture looks, looks more like you than fucking this actual picture does. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. I think the, the wrinkles were some artistic liberty by the drawer, because, uh... Yeah, Curtis hit him up and said, yeah, he's like 50 years old now, so, like... <laughs> Like, this picture was, like, 30 years old. Just make him look like he'd look like today. And this is what we got. Uh, Curtis, fuck you, bro. No, I think... I think I don't think... It wasn't Curtis. I think, dude... I know. Yeah, you, come on. That. that picture was hilarious, but... Uh, That's fucking funny. And the best part is that until people listen to this podcast, and if they go this deep to the very end of this three-hour podcast, then, like, they're only going to know what we're talking about. Otherwise, they're just going to see a picture of Erickson. That's true. Uh, uh, I do got to give a quick shout-out to Curtis, though, because I was asking about the prices and stuff, and he's like, oh, I, yeah, I guess it's $54 plus tax, so... It's like right under 60. And then he immediately says, though we really should be paying less for this year's rendition. You'll see what I mean. <laughs> He's talking about your ugly face, Eric. <laughs> Curtis fucking roasted your ass. <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Got your ass. Connor, you're going to get your money from me on the 15th. All right, perfect. I'm waiting. To, I, I'm waiting for the last. Yeah, time. yeah. By the way, I actually. Yeah, yeah, that's a great way to end the podcast. Great way to end the podcast is I sent out Venmo requests to everyone. I got eleven responses out of twelve. The one person I didn't was Hobie. Shut up. You You're the one person, dude. Is that, is that, You're the last person. Where's okay. my money, bro? Where's my fucking money, dude? I want my money by the fifteenth. You're paying points. I get paid on the 15th, so I'll pay you on the 15th. On the 15th, I will pay your money, but until then, you're going to have to wait oh, man. and sweat out and sweat out your fucking 
Your bills. Dude, yeah, I got my utility bill's through the roof this <laughs> month, bro. Get some help. Connor's parents are asking him for fucking... Dude, I don't live with my parents. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <laughs> I have no idea. Alright, I think that's a good place to end the podcast. If you guys made it this far, you guys, I'm so sorry. Uh, but it yeah. was the best part. That, that, that last session was the best part. <laughs> it my, it was more fun though. than the first part, I'll tell you that. Okay, I, I want... <laughs> I want one to wrap it up. I want both of you guys to give me one sentence about your outlook for the year or anything you want to tell me. <laughs> one sentence each. Uh, give me something, Eric. Chris is making the playoffs. Chris is making the playoffs, Hobie. Yeah, yeah. Let's do crazy prediction. All right. So Chris is making the playoffs, Hobie. What's your crazy prediction? <laughs> Jordan's not making the playoffs. And I, got, I, I called him out. <laughs> My prediction is going to be that Eric doesn't make the playoffs. Spicy. All right. uh, Thanks, guys, for listening. We'll see you guys next time.